0: Hello and welcome back to the Underscore Podcast. I am joined today by my co host, Harrison Dupler. What's going on, everybody? My other co host, Patty O'Toole. Hey, hey. Myself, Ben, aka Quantum Snow. And of course, our lovely ginger friend this week, we have William Brotherton. Welcome hey, to the guys. show. Hey. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, tell us, uh, tell us who you are. A little bit about yourself for the folks who at home who might not know who you are.
1: Hello, folks. My name is William Brotherson. I am a friend of these fools. Um, I, uh, I am uh, currently nineteen years of age, and I currently attend a small junior college in the deep south called Jones County Junior College. Uh, and I am currently a pre-architecture major, looking to uh, build things Hopefully, Ooh. Sunday. <laughs>
0: Do you have any passions? What do you do in your free time, Mom? Many
1: passions. Oh, boy, do I have passions. Uh, I'm, uh, I am I'm a gang-gang I'm gamer, as most of the people in Uh-oh. this place are. I do, en- I do, I do, en- I do enjoy playing games. Uh, I'd say that, that's probably my primary fast time, but I also do have, have a, an artistic bone among myself. Uh, Sir Sir Benjamin was uh, once a part of a group of friends up in Champlain College of Vermont, who had dreams and and, uh, and and aspirations to make games one day, and I've been recruited as their artist, and we've been creating games uh, like that ever since, just for fun, mostly game jams, but we have a larger project in the works. Who knows, one day you might play it yourself. Um, but I also do enjoy drawing in my free time, and I've been in band for literally half my lifetime, so I play drawing. Uh-huh.
2: Look at that. I you know, uh, on some of those topics, Will, um, I was gonna, I was uh, gonna ask you. Um, could you speak? Could you talk maybe a little bit more about the game that you're designing, and sort of maybe just what the general premises give a little bit of a teaser for it, uh, yeah, and what you've been specifically doing.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I would say there's there there have been multiple games historically, but the one we're working on now, we decided to uh, hunker down with a, uh, <clears throat> a more long term project. For more context, we, um, I started working with these guys for game jams, and if you're by some chance not familiar, it's essentially where you fabricate a game in a short period of time, usually 72 hours, so maybe you'll start on a Friday and end on a Sunday evening and you just have that time to just not sleep and drink Monster and make a game, right? Uh, all all original stuff, you minimally, you know, start with you know, as little stuff as possible. So that's how I began working with these people and we made two games. We did pretty well for ourselves, you know, uh, making these games and stuff like that, um, but we decided to start making a more long-term project. And essentially the premise is kind of like, it's kind of like Pong on like steroids. Not actually, it's more, it's more like a Wild West shootout, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's like a duels maybe group, uh, we'll see about that. But it's, um, you choose from one of four characters and it's kind of like a shoot-em-up um, and you try and, uh, yeah, you try, you try and shoot each other. But use, your, uh, use the map and your abilities
0: and other utility to your advantage. It's kind of like a Bullet Hell Smash game, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: a little bit. It's kind of like, it's laid out view-wise and functionally, kind of like Enter the Gungeon or like Blazing Bills, if you enjoy those games, things like that. They're very similar to that, but more of a PvP emphasis rather
2: than PvE. Top-down PvP third-person shooter.
0: Yep. But yes, will was this the first game you ever worked on? Do you <laughs> no, have why? any failures? <laughs> why no, Benjamin, we have not, we had two
1: very, very successful, only other games we've ever worked on. <laughs> Those are the giant games. No, but, uh, we've, uh, we've, we've tried before. Um, there was another game called hammer quest that we never got around to, uh, it never really took off. And there was another one called DNA, which also never took off. Um, we just, uh, we're, you know, it's, it's, uh, creating games is a, is a learning process. It really is. Um, so it was, you know, we just we learned over time, and I think with Cyberpunk we kind of perfected our little pipeline of, of work, and we really, uh, you know, started um, uh, hammering out like the details of, you know, how to make a game more properly. So yeah. there are others, but this is this is the biggest one.
3: So when you're like kind of like sitting down to start a project, how does that kind of like process start? Do you have like a person who's kind of like, hey, I'm going to lead this? Or is it more of kind of like a community development?
1: Yeah, so uh, I would say it depends on the context. Um, <clears throat> for the game jams, we all came up with proposals, right, about um, essentially how we wanted to do it. And back then, it was like, okay, we're each going to propose one, and then we run with one person's idea. Um, but then this time, and then, so uh, that's that's how we did it for game jams, and how we did it actually for Sniperpunk, which is this um, this bigger bullet hell project we're working on. Um, but the failed project we had, we actually did a very poor job of, you know, coming, coming up with an idea. And that was, we uh, essentially tried to like create an amalgamation of all our ideas and put it into one. And then that led to like a loss of scope. Like it was just too big of a game and we didn't really know what it was. Like what's the end goal? So I think in the past, we've had problems of seeing, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. We're just like, oh, we're just making shit. And like, oh, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> it's just a total lack of, you know, lack of direction. We're just, just slapping shit together. And hopefully it'll turn Dude, into I, something.
3: <laughs> I can't relate to something more than you're just like, eh, hey, we're just doing things. And you're like, eh, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I> mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I, Man,
3: yeah. it's just. <laughs> That's really how it went. You're like halfway through building a bridge and you're just like, why does this look like an airplane? What's going on?
2: (laughs) (laughs) In the other half of the manual. It also has a car. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's like...
3: This is a a Lego Death Star set. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) I'll take it, bro. Bro, fuck the bridge. Send me the Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, So, uh, you mentioned that you got in through me, but, uh, Mm-hmm. you want to talk a little bit about your teammates and what's your role you want to talk about the roles on a game dev team because i think that like f- i think for that's many one of the people, biggest sorry yeah for many people on the outside they don't realize that there's like specific roles other than that guy programs that guy arts right yeah that guy, to some that extent, guy art <laughs> things,
1: right? Right? to some extent that is true you know i i'm mean, like i do do the art things i uh I love doing uh, pixel art and things like that. That's kind of the we, uh, style we've ran for. So I would say most like assets, like in-game interactable things, like uh, like pertaining to the gameplay itself, is made by me. Um, but like if you said all art, that's not true. I don't actually do all the art. Um, Michael, who's a who's great, uh, very talented individual. Uh, he's really good at UI art, and he's um, he he has a knack for aesthetics and stuff like that. So um, to create like a consistent and really um, Vis- visually appealing um, UI system is really important. And if, if anyone has even seen gameplay of like Persona Five, you'll understand that. Like the UI can really, really add to a game, and he he has a really good knack for that. He just he understands aesthetics and how to make a good theme and and, and uh, you know wrap up um, like the visual essence of something in a nice neat bow. So he does that. Um, and then, uh, so I, I would say to to truly answer your question, I went off on a tangent there. We do have pretty uh, distinct roles, but. Um, I would say not, not, not every visual thing is all me or not every coding person is that, you know, people, all of us mostly are mul- pretty multifaceted except for music. Um, I think some of us are musically inclined, but as far as the game goes, um, you know, he you, it's, uh, you know, creating music is an art form and oftentimes you have to concentrate without extra noise. So he kind of, uh, he went, Austin is, he's, he's, he's fabulous. He does a really good job. Um, so he often goes off on his own and we don't have much in there, but, Yeah, it it really is sort of like a a collective effort. We each have our specialty areas in our roles, but it um you know sometimes we bleed through, you know, each other's and it really is pretty collaborative,
2: I'd say, overall. All right. Yeah. Um I would uh I didn't. I don't know where I was going. The game. <laughs> you know, I was trying my best, so, and I was like, uh...
3: "So when you kind of like sit down and you kind of like that starting process of like, okay, we kind of like got a basic idea. Someone's in charge. He's kind of like giving out some ideas of like, hey, this is what we think it should be like." what is your like first few steps of what you like to do to kind of get a good feel of like what kind of game and what kind of characters you want to make like what do you like start working
1: on um, I would say uh, I, I think you might have asked that before we do have like a leader the our, our lead program is also kind of the leader of the group so he he organizes things from like a logistics standpoint but I would say when we have an idea I think the easiest way to get the ball rolling is visually I know for me I'm, I'm a very visual person but also you know art wise it's easy to see things like that so I would say as part of the proposal you have your Mechanics in mind, so programmatically he'll start working out like, oh, how will this work? You know, how do we do bullet collisions? What are like the, the like the, like deflections and things like that? And like, okay, so this character is going to have like a phase run. It's going to go through walls and stuff like that. So he'll on on his end, he starts thinking of those things. You know, how is how are these things going to like logistically function? And for me, I'm like, okay, what is this person going to look like? Um, you know, what what um, what kind of shape language are we going for here? Because um, you know, it's, it's, it's good, you know, have like unique characters and things like that. So I'd say overall, each person in the role, they kind of get the gears turning, um, but we all collaborate, right? Because we all have an idea of like what we want it to be like, but obviously there's that one person who makes that happen, right? So um, I would say we all kind of um, uh, have like a, like a big melting pot of like what we want to see in it. And then once we get a good idea of what everyone kind of likes to look like, then the person who, you know, is in charge of that specific aspect of the game will go to work. That's it, yeah.
0: Do you want to talk about proposals and, like, design docs and all of that? What that means for the game going forward? Yeah. It's been (laughs) a rough introduction.
1: So uh, these guys have been attended Champlain, which has a really good, uh, I would say, game anything really design program and so in there you know you might say oh man it'd be so cool to make a game and then you sit down you start tippy you know a footlock or a type of computer <laughs> look, look, look here we go all right you, you start thinking some stuff up but really it's really important I just, <laughs> then, I just like, 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 like to
3: imagine just like yeah like <laughs> yeah. Just each other. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's yeah. how video games are made. Yeah, right. It's, it's it's, just it's, like that. that. It's,
2: it's just that. easy. Yeah. <laughs> I had to double check I didn't stop my recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, actually. <laughs> so, so, We're good. We, we made it. Yeah. We're solid.
1: <laughs> I would say, you know, sometimes I just, you know, I, I guess you could make that work. You know, I suppose if you're, you know, if you're, if you're like a one man band or you kind of have a clear idea, then you could just run straight into it. But the way we approached it is very. Uh, clearly, um, almost like talk as if you're three. It's like there is a player. there is an objective. you know, do this, do that, make it very, very clear in plain English, like layman's terms, no fancy stuff. like this is what the game is about. Here's a summary. Right. Um, it's almost like
2: so, a lab report from like high school where they're like, yeah, just really. tell us what like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: it's like a really visual <laughs> lab report. Like, you've you know, you you've done your research, you figure out what you want to put it in there, and then you assemble it really nicely with great language and visual representations and things like that. That really just makes sense and clearly indicates your idea. So when we came across this one, um, and I, to be fair, I was, and so my point earlier about the, about the school is that um, Andrew, who's our kind of lead guy, and Michael, the sound guy – Amongst other things, um, they both go to Champlain, and so they've taken these courses. You know, they're, they're, there's there's uh, like actual instruction on how to properly do this, with the best way to convey these things. Um, so they they're very good at making these kind of documentation. The other one, you know, not so much. Um, so there's there's a little bit of pull there. You can you can see that even in this close knit group. You know, a good presentation and a clear, concise, you know, thought process is really important. So the design doc process really, it, it, and, and to that end as well, you know, it, it makes it easier when you're getting into the game. Uh, like what, where, where like, you know, Patrick, as you were saying before, like where do you start? It's like, oh, well, the design doc gives you a start. You already know what you want it to be like. But if you don't have that clear-cut idea, then you're kind of just left like, well,
2: I don't know. <laughs> who knows. No. Yeah, <laughs> like it's us, really... right before you guys all left for college. <laughs> yeah, 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 It is cool. Oh though. my god! Um, like
3: I almost forgot about that group that mm-hmm. we like tried I'm to still, put together.
2: I'm still in that Discord. I left it long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so many so, years ago,
3: a while ago, we like the the four of us and a couple other people from our high school tried to sit around and kind of like basically like. Game dev something out, a game, yeah, and it was just kind of like a cluster. It was a like, shit again, storm. It, I feel like it kind of like what you said earlier when everyone kind of submitted ideas at the same time, and it led to just some rough
2: stuff.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Also Chico was work like we all had like really we all had schedules that never agreed with each other whatsoever. True. <laughs> half of us were going to like band camp and stuff and then half of us were had work, I didn't have work. Half of the other people <laughs> had like had work. So it was like either you were at work, you were at band camp, or you had some other random obligation that you had to go to. Or you're to.
3: just at home playing League of Legends. <laughs>
2: True, we did have to drag Jack, who you, in the first podcast we had to drag him to William's house half an hour after the we had like our first like meeting. Yeah,
3: meeting. <laughs> us sitting around a table, all confused and hungry, or just like, and <laughs> angry. Oh, all yeah. of us it was not a
2: good start
0: it was rough. Uh, it was rough man but yeah game development's really fascinating because you know um everyone thinks about oh you know it's like one guy with a dream and then he goes out and he makes a game kind of like a stardew valley or an undertale thing where it's just like a one-man band and you can do it like that but like once you start getting to like bigger productions you have like very specific roles. you'll have a game designer who's in charge of essentially making sure that oh this is what this character does in this situation and this is how that's going to interact and then planning all of that out and then you have the programmers who essentially their job is to make that work in the game and everyone will work together with these specific roles and game manager and game designer are two different roles and you're like what what is all of this? So yeah, Champlain. Game
2: manager uh, is like um, that's like the like the head of like the production. They like combine all three.
0: Okay, I'm just yeah they're, yeah they're like a, a CEO <laughs> of clients. They're they make sure that everyone else is working well together. And then the yeah. game designer is the one who actually uh, plans out the interactions and how that mm-hmm. all works.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then between game designer, then you have level designers. You have
0: more people you
2: have oh my goodness there's so much
0: yeah but um. enough about making games you play games don't you you do we, self-identify uh, a as a gamer <laughs> I, I do sexually identify <laughs> as a little gamer right? <laughs> <laughs> Play. We, we've talked a lot about League of Legends in the past. We've talked a little bit about Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Playing these a games. Lot What's about We do. We talk a lot Pokemon. about Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what.
2: I, that's my bad. But I've,
1: just yeah. I mean, I've played all, I, You know, everything that you just said. You know, at, at one point or another, I would say. I would say it's it's you know amongst the people we hang out with it might be ambiguous on how much I play games. I play uh, you know it it really is my primary pastime. But I would say I don't um, take like online gaming just as seriously. I'd say most of the most of the people, if not everyone. And you know the immediate you know folks we hang out with is 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 better than me at like a competitive online game than I am. But I've, I've dabbled in all of them. you know. I was I don't know, well, Brad. You You're know,
2: better at ma- you than Overwatch.
1: Mastery level seven, Ramus over here, damn on you know, okay, okay. you know him. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I had that you know level seven the league as well. Season yeah. six,
2: mastery level seven. I might add is, right. the is first that a season he played. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah.
1: you know I've, I've 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 dabbled. You know so I did that. You know I I, I placed like. I think I, the highest I ever place was Platt in Overwatch. And then I, I made mean, I mean, Plat one in Rocket League, which is pretty cool. I, you know, I didn't. Oh, that's really that, actually that's really I cool. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, what with that high dude. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just lucky teams. So yeah, so I, I
2: would say a devil in there. there. No, 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 no. no. It's I'm stopping just William lucky right teams. Here. He here. this is the thing that he does every every single time. He he puts his success. He claims that his success is put in the hands of others, which is a lie. Okay, but like this is online <laughs> game,
1: you guys. Come on, you guys can't tell me you've been in a league games. Like, dude, bad team, unlucky. You know what I'm saying? And then you get carried. You know? Because like I'm, I'm saying, okay. like, 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 get, like, <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't play in Plat, right? Like, I got to Plat, I hung out in Plat for a while, but like it was really kind of a back and forth. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, like maybe, yeah, okay, you can, you can chalk up my merits to like a high gold mid-gold, something like that. But, like, Platt itself was kind of a series of fortunate events where I made it up there, and I just I just, um, I just, stopped playing. and we, we got sent home for the Rona, like, right when I was in my prime. So, like, after all that, and I needed to find a job and all that shit, you know, that's when it kind of tapered off. And so I just kind of ended up hanging out in Platt. So imagining
3: I'm the about, yeah. series, uh, like the series of fortunate events featuring William Brotherton, <laughs> <laughs> every it's single time he nice played a video game, to a genuinely nice person, it's just like, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's yeah. like, whoa, yeah. So, but yeah, oh, I, I would say, I would say where, where I feel most at home is like indie games. Actually, I enjoy, I, I adore indie games and like not even, and like, and like indie games, is, it, it's kind of a broad name. Cause like you might say, oh, Hollow Knight's an indie game. It's like, yeah, that's true. But like, it's enjoyed by millions. Like it's a very widely consumed indie game. I would It's like there's a, a
3: mainstream
1: right, indie game. Right. Yeah. Now. But like, like, I also gotta, enjoy gotta like. gotta
3: categorize
1: it. Right. But I also enjoy like, like, like the small things. Like, uh, for example, um, I was uh, I was um, I was checking out the Nintendo sh- uh, eShop and I love what they do. You go to the on sale section there's like stuff for, like 39 cents. And you're like, okay, they're doing that for two reasons. One, they put out a game, it flopped terribly and they just need to sell it. They're, like at least get the name out there so like the people will go there and like, "Oh, maybe it'll be good." And then you know, it's like more of like a publicity stunt. But then other times it's just like a crazy sale. Like the game wasn't even that expensive, right? Maybe it's like a 25% off for like qualifying game genres and it was only 99 cents to begin with. So it's just even cheaper than a dollar. And so mm, I found because, this game. Oh, because, no, go ahead. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say it's because they have the coin system. Yes. Where after <laughs> you buy something online, you get coins. So the, it's literally their excuse to get people to spend more money because right. they feel like <laughs> exactly. they're getting stuff for free.
1: <laughs> right. Nintendo incentive. So yeah, <laughs> no. But I found I found this game called 140. Like we just 140 And the entire it, it's it's like a rhythm platformer um it's the, so there's a bunch of unique soundtracks in the game um but everything's at 140 beats per minute i assume that's why it's mm-hmm. called that um and it's really interesting it's uh, it's it's fabulous game design because you can tell these people understand the player thought process right so like for me for example let's let's take uh there are two good uh, exa- uh three hollow knight shovel knight or um celeste right all of those games um challenge your perception of like real walls right so you'll be able to like find like faux walls fake walls things like that and like find a secret you know the games reward the players for um defying the mental state that oh a wall is impassable, nothing to do there right you know it, it gets you in that mindset so i've played so many of those right um, that I'm like always on the lookout. And so there was this level where I like the game designers wanted you to take it over. It was an elevator, right? You had to, you had to cross a gap and there was a, there's a vertically oscillating uh, platform and they wanted you to jump over and get to the finish, but you had to go down, right? You'd take the elevator downward, but uh, the field of view wouldn't change right? And so everyone knows, like, down is death. Smash Brothers, Super Mario Bros, anything. You know, falling is death Mm -hmm. most of the time. So I loved that. They just defied that. And um, they had a bunch of patterns, like, when to jump and stuff like that. So I really enjoy, like, really intelligent game design. And, you know, they they, they get inside. And I find you get those... You can feel the human in the game, right? On, Mm -hmm. like, these smaller scales. On, like, the indie scale. Like, you can tell. Like, people put thought, and they put heart and love and sweat into that. And not to, like rag on AAA titles because i've had plenty of fun with triple titles there's nothing wrong about it but it's, it's it's the personability and the real like up close and personalness of an indie game or a smaller title or things like that you get that personality and i find myself enjoying those so much better it's yeah so i would say to a long long answer to your question <laughs> what games you play huh i would say a wide variety but i i i, I okay. i'm moderate into the multiplayer but i love me some like indie games
2: well, hey. I think that I think that was a good tangent to go on, involving a
0: lot of. Yeah, I, I would ask, say long form um, answers you... are the thing we do here, Matt. It's exactly. a podcast.
2: Uh, what has been, I guess you said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I, so I live in the dorms and my, my room's outside and it's raining right now. And, I, you know, we're in the deep south. So, you know, the ground is just rubber. Nothing goes, nothing actually absorbs into the soil. So there's like, you know, like, like like the divot between like a road and like a field or something. There's just like water. They took their skimboards out there. It's like 830 at night in like a thunderstorm. And they're going out there skimboarding on the field. And a friend of mine, he's like knocking on my window like, gabunga, Bunga, am Bunga, come
2: here, boy. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm my God my God know
2: Speaking of being in the deep south, uh, I know you're going to quite a southern college. What do you think was the biggest culture shock when you ended up uh, coming to Jones?
1: Um, I would say yeah, that, that's probably a better question for Jack. <laughs> <But> because <being laughs> like, like, so, so I, so I, I've lived in many places, right? I would say i I've, I've lived as my permanent residence in five different states and moved six times. Um, so, you know, I, I've been around different places, but I, I've often visited my family, which is down here in the South. So I've been here before and, you know, to hear people talk and like a Southern accent um, and things like that is, is pretty. And I've been down there, you know, so I, not that I know everything, but it's not like I was completely and entirely foreign um, I would say in general, um, it's it's just a different kind of vibe, right? Uh, I think Southern hospitality is very much real. People can be really nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not ubiquitous. It's not like it's not like Canada where everyone just wants to, like, love you, uh, <laughs> stay yourself, <time. laughs> <laughs> this kind of thing. <laughs> um, William, a, a
3: man who's never been out of the country. It's not like Canada. I've been already. to Canada. I've been to Canada <laughs> twice. Oh, yeah, He's you know? been to
1: Canada. He's
3: Two been time. to Canada.
2: Two times. I went oh, for God. Oh, Canada. Oh.
1: So... Uh, yes, no, but uh, there are some nice people, But uh, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I would say some some stereotypes are accurate. There is a there is a, a, a ton of a ton of conservative politics down here. There's a lot of my friends tell me about how like they're concerned for queer people because they're going to burn in hell. That's that's real. I I have a I have a gay friend and she's uh she's she's uh, she's bi. And uh, her parents are like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, you know, I think social media causes all that. We'll just take away your app store and your Snapchat. And, uh, you know, that'll fix that problem. <laughs> Ask a week later. How are you feeling about that? I'm like, yikes. Anyway, he's gone. You just cut back in
3: two weeks while I'm still in the dude's in girl's Twitter
1: back. Right. So that's, you know, that's here. Not to brag on this stuff. That's not everyone. You know, not everyone down here is homophobic and like, you know, a like like a drastically, you know, socially conservative. I've, I've, I know several people down here who are actually quite uh, quite liberal in their thoughts. But aside from politics, I really don't want to get into it. I'm not sure why I went down the rabbit hole. Uh, but anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> so that, back to the culture shock. I think probably the – I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I was asking about people's pastimes, right? What would I do? Oh, you know, old Yankee man. He'd sit in a room, hang out with friends on voice chat, play video game. Yes, yeah, very fun, right? Another guy said, I'll get my tractor. I'll go out in mud fields you know <laughs> that, that's what
3: they do with yeah. money I, I,
1: I learned about this uh, mud riding if you have any southern viewers which I don't think we will but on the <laughs> hey, off you, I've, it, you
3: I've, could show your true true podcast. I, 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 I'm, I'm
1: a southern uh, southern hemisphere uh, you know uh, hey, southern bro, Mason bro. Dixon line <laughs> People and uh, the advocate for them. Uh, I, I've heard it called by many names: mudding, uh, mud bogging, mud riding, many things like that. Essentially, and I've heard that families dedicate own vehicles to this. But essentially, you take a vehicle with the full intention to absolutely just fucking obliterate it in like the bogs or swamps somewhere, and just like <laughs> literally submerge it up, you know, like up to the engine in mud, and you're just you're just going out that there. Is- you're just letting it loose. That's that is the most
3: like American. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really University want to try it sometime. I've, I've been here for almost two years and I haven't done it. I don't know anyone who does it.
3: Not only do you have the excess of we have our own vehicle specifically for this <laughs> right. activity alone, mm. but the idea of it is to destroy it. You're just like you know what? Yeah, it's
2: like you're trying it's to like break a, it. it. It's like a derby, but instead it's you versus <laughs> the you. world. It's you right. versus yeah. the mud. Yeah,
0: you versus Mother Nature. Send this shadow Realm, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. I should. I should preface. The question that I asked was the biggest culture shock by uh, uh, Bexley is north, <laughs> very yes, far north. We're we all, already we're talked... all
3: Columbus, Ohio locals. We're in a very small liberal uh, like we are... suburb. Southern. Yeah, we
2: already talked a little bit about that. But uh, if you missed it, go check the uh, the most recent episode before this. Um, but we already talked a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why I asked that question. We should have asked Jack that question. That would have so been could... actually. That would have been a good I question. I feel like we know. Yeah.
1: So, uh, in in, in conclusion, I do love the South. I don't want to rag on it. It's a great place. Just a different, different,
3: yeah. Whenever, like, we start talking about, like, Jones, or, like, just anywhere in the South, like, especially with you, William, I always remember when you and I went and toured down there together. I know. I forget about that sometimes. Our our tour guide lady, who was super nice, like, again, that Southern hospitality hits, it hits. I'm originally from Tennessee, uh, but... Uh, I was talking with them, and they're like, you know, they're like, I know you boys are from Ohio, and y'all, um, and we're just wondering, uh, you know, is this a little bit of culture shock for you and stuff like that? And I'm like, meanwhile, like, my inside voice, like, cause I got, like, my outside where I'm, like, polite and I'm, like, no- nice to everybody, my inside voice where I'm just an absolute asshole. Um,. <laughs> But my inside. Hey, vo- I think
2: everybody has that to be true. fair.
3: So, some people only have the inside voice, and it becomes their outside voice. But <laughs> oh,
2: okay, that's where you're going with that. outside was like, I mean, you mean some, some people are nice, or is-
3: oh, some people are
2: asses. Yeah, um, yeah, but.
3: I like it made me think back of like literally all the crazy shit I've been through or I'm just like nah this is completely normal like this is the most kosher (laughs) thing I've done in a while (laughs) because like my brain was just Uh. like oh yeah I remember that time like uh, I was in China or remember that time that I like I had no idea where I was in the middle of the night yeah (laughs) and just like that stuff and then we're like you and I politely just both answer. No, this is normal. Yeah. Like,
2: just,
3: like the flashbacks of all the stupid shit we do. Right. This is fine. This is
2: fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> flashbacks to staying up all night in William's attic. True.
3: <laughs> Bro, flashbacks to fun times, <laughs> Flashbacks yeah. to driving for four hours looking Bro, for a McDonald's. I'm still... <laughs>
2: I didn't do that, actually. But I'm the only God. one who did that. Thank here. God. Thank God I never did that for you were, real. You
3: were, like, jealous at first. You're like, oh, man, I wish I wanted. I'm like, no, you didn't. And then <laughs> I heard it was four hours at three in the morning, and I was like, I'm good. We literally good. drove back with, like, our, like, McChickens at, at sunrise. We're just like, yeah. No, oh, yeah, I know. Gosh. I was glad <laughs> that
2: I left, bro. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, on the note of waking up where you don't know where you are, uh... I have woken up multiple times being like, why is my bed larger and why am I not in my (laughs) dorm room? (laughs) Yeah, moving back has been an experience. (laughs) Did
0: you uh, want to talk about that a
2: little moment? Oh, I mean, I guess I can. Yeah. Um, So I decided uh, college was not the right move. Online classes I mean, everybody's in the same consensus. Online classes suck. I just in particular struggle with them a lot. Uh I essentially moved back home as you can see by the chandelier that I turned off or else I become even more laggy. Um, uh, I'm currently at my parents' residence. Um, right now I'm pretty much just taking a quick break from college, you know, looking at pursuing stuff like this, um, film and such, uh, along, or at least something to do with sound and audio because I don't know, I really like doing this, uh, this podcast here. It's been a lot of fun with, with, uh, these two every week. Ooh. I think that's pointing the right direction, and this guy is always great to have on. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: always good. Hey, you yeah. know what? You being and, in town um, means we, we got more in person podcasts coming. That's lie. true. We yes, yes, should do
2: we should do an IRL one of just three of us next week. Yeah, we I should. would be totally down. I would be totally down to do that. I would definitely we be can.
3: excited to do that. I would love to do more in person stuff. Yeah, but damn, I don't
2: yeah, know yeah, where sounds, we'd yeah, go. sounds,
1: sounds, sounds
0: good. I what was, it? Bro, was We I can I just am? change this oh, to the wow. fucking walking podcast.
3: <laughs> we're just walk the, around like Columbus the
2: walking wanderers, the wayfarers. The
0: walking wayfarers. Wayfarers what does wayfarers walking? Mean? It's just
2: like a you, It's like a guide yeah. kind of. Hmm. It's like um yeah. Bro, that would be a si- I'd be yeah. bro. I'd be down. Also, yeah, yeah. I still am in the opinion that when these that when this fool amongst others comes home we should do a stream where we try and set up like um, a smash tournament <laughs> we try we try and set up like a camera angle and we should do a stream of one of our like sleep uh, one of the things where we like sleep over at somebody's house and we stream what we're playing so like we'll stream mm-hmm. smash for a little bit we'll get we'll all get end up getting bored of smash and just like vibe and chill meanwhile jack will probably be playing league we switch the stream over to jack playing league and we all make fun of him for a little bit then maybe Leggy's there shoot stream some diamond three gameplay like bring in the chicken dude we just keep we just keep bringing it in and i don't know maybe do it for charity or something just like promote a good cause who knows 24 hour stream who knows (laughs) i would be i would definitely be i think that would be a lot of fun i would like to expand the brand yeah the brand The not they <laughs> don't even have a name yet the not what? finalized brand, <laughs> <Expand the> brand.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that for a little bit so uh the underscore podcast is cool and all and it's based off our discord um the name of the discord was originally we didn't know what to name the discord so we just named it an underscore and technically stuck...
2: underscore space technically all i'm saying technically all I'm two, saying. two underscores okay all I'm two underscores, okay.
0: Okay. Two underscores listen anyway so we we had this name and we just haven't changed it in like six plus years and we're looking up a little bit about like what other uh media's named uh, like underscore the underscore podcast there's a lot yeah so there's a
2: really popular one too
3: i just realized how old this like discord is and i'm like oh
2: crap this is from oh, middle yeah, school like, yeah like so
3: oh my god
2: yeah so uh uh, this, uh, this man Do we right have, here like, can we confirm the is date the original... that this podcast... Like, yeah, that, not... wait, William, since you're, since you're the one that, that owns the, the server, same. can you confirm the date? Yeah, that's my point. This man over here is the, is is the original... Sell, right. Is the original owner of, um... <laughs> is that a place of, discord, that tell you that? of the underscore discord. I have no see, idea. I... I see Still the owner, hasn't given I'm... us...
0: I really shouldn't be. Ben knows- Ben knows far more about Still hasn't given I'd
2: us be. moderator privileges, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> I think
0: He I did that. for a while, and then it just ruined us, so, uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay, I think it would be really that? fun to try and get, like, a little birthday celebration of the, like, <laughs> of the server. Just be uh, like, hey, I don't know where to find the
1: date. Cool. If you guys would know where to find- In fact, uh, uh, tell us in the comments below if you know how to change- uh, This is going uh, d- on, like on spot. This <laughs> is on
3: <Spotify. laughs>
2: If you're watching this on YouTube- <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in the comments below. If you're watching no. it on Spotify, our Twitters are in the link Tough below. <laughs> are linked below. Your DM us if you know.
0: Unlucky, dude. Unlucky.
2: DM us if yeah. you know. Um, we might rebrand soon. We apologize. We apologize if you, that this is the way that you look us up right now. But yeah. you know, it'd be like that.
0: It'd be like that's that. gonna be weird um, because be like.
2: I, I mean, it'll be weird because we intro the first three episodes, but then we just make like a, a thing that we also put on Spotify that's like, we're rebranding guys. I mean, yeah, people rebrand all the time. I think it's OK, too. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think I think as long as it's also, like a better like, idea, we're why still not. in
3: like a super development stage. Like we've been doing this for maybe mm-hmm. like a little over a month and
2: it's just, yeah. it doesn't really matter. I got a new mm. microphone. Yeah. I'm so happy. I sound better now. I'm not using this thing. No I can't hide you guys now though, but what,
0: what nice mic there, William? Nice mic there. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? I don't know if it
1: uses I think it uses my laptop audio. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: hey, laptop audio sponsored by Dupler Office. True, true. Ooh. That's a story in its own, man. That's a whole story. God, thank God. Randy no, Dupler my dad, bro. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> my dad had some extra laptops from his work, so that's how William and Jack ended up getting an upgrade. And laptops they were,
3: I tell you what.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Dude, Sorry, like, Patrick.
3: I like just like going bouncing off that though. Like just the the sheer joy of going from I just have a shitty computer to like oh my god I can actually play video games now. Like <laughs> I feel like so we've all nice. indi- we've all it's individually so nice. had those journeys and those moments yeah. of where like we go and search for that. It's honestly like it's so it's it's both like a good journey, but it's also sad. I feel like. Like, yeah, it's ooh. like
2: you're you're moving on from like the origin of like Minecraft being at like 15 frames, but you're still having fun with your friends. Like there's the nostalgia about having a bad computer, like Wizard 101 ooh. can't run. I forget
3: what low frame Dude, rate Wizard was. Wizard 101 <laughs> it can't run on really my did. computer
2: right now. It literally <laughs> it literally glitches and dies. It's just so weird. <laughs> your computer's too good. But I, I just like the days when like the Wii were the best graphics and highest frame rate oh you my could God. get. <laughs> like recently,
3: I went What's back that? and played Super Smash Bros uh brawl and oh my god i'm like what is (laughs) this? it's Uh, ugly (laughs) everything looks (laughs) weird
1: (laughs) i'm spoiled
3: but um like definitely like that moment where you get like that tech to like upgrade and be able to play games you actually want to play and like the reason why i was saying it's kind of sad is because then i realized how many people can't actually like afford to buy a computer you know or something like that like Mm -hmm. that sucks and that's always like a thing you have to think about like as like a game developer when you're like, oh, you're being very ambitious with your project, like, of, oh, this is ultra-realistic HD, we're gonna have it be this super expansive world you can explore with all these assets and all these, like, super in-depth kind of mechanics, and then you realize, you might be alienating a lot of people. Like, I saw, I think re- that's... I saw recently, Sorry. like, that, like, the one of the newer Black Ops games, was gonna be like an absurd amount of gigabytes, like two
0: hundred um, gigabytes. It's <laughs> it takes two
2: hundred. Actually, Plus. on on consoles, it's two hundred fifty. Yeah, um, yeah, it's increased oh. on consoles. I mean, their most recent one. I started downloading it just for uh, the what the uh, battle royale one. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, um, it's Modern Warfare. Yeah, so I just I started downloading that just for fun. It's a hundred and thirty gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, the not, not the full game just the, just, free, the just the battle royale mode the full and game is was... I guarantee you another 50 to 100
0: and that was after they got people complaining because they're bundling because that's three games in one right that's the full single player campaign there's the full multiplayer like lobbies and all of that standard stuff and then there's a the battle royale game it's three games in one all together mm-hmm. like uh,
2: okay, it's, it's just uh, insane wait I... the campaign is separate paid
0: no, you you pay you pay for the campaign and the multiplayer, and then battle royale is free, free to play.
2: Okay, I thought that they like separated the campaign, and I was like, oh my god, it's not no, that would not have been good, so Mike. scuffed, dude.
3: It makes me like <laughs> just like good. think about like camp. all those like tips and tricks of like older games where they're like, how do you save storage? Because like they had because like, they I... were limited by like the medium of like all those old like chips oh, yeah. and everything.
0: Like the N64 cartridges and just packing everything in as (laughs) small as you can, reusing textures, reusing audio. Like Banjo and Kazooie, there's what, like four different audio clips that they reused for every sound in the game, just modulated them?
2: Yeah. I have no clue. I think that's why the indie, like, game like, sort of platform has taken off a lot more recently. Um, I mean, I think it's maybe dwindling a little bit because big triple like, big games like Fall Guys and stuff like that have sort of started to Fuck, I, I guess Among Us is. Oh. Bye, Ben. I <laughs> <laughs> my phone, dude. I think Among Us. Uh, I mean, I think technically Among Us is an indie game, but I would, I would um, definitely consider it an indie game. I would consider it hmm. an indie game. It's definitely a much larger indie game,
0: Ben. I think your I think camera it'll... might be frozen. Ah, uh, yeah, but... my phone just fucking died, dude.
2: Ah, I see, <laughs> but I think I think like the I think that's why. The popularity of like people are trying to find sort of games where they can either reduce the graphics to horrible quality but still play. Like I, I would argue, a lot of generic MMOs, like mmorpgs and stuff, have the ability where like if you have a potato, you can still play and you can play at like forty-five frames, which is good I enough for there. you. All the time. <laughs> yeah, that, like like
3: yeah. We we're talking about. That's our struggle. That's our grind. <laughs> Yeah. I I think, like, also, just like some games choose to go with, like, a lower text, lower res, because it is, like, a nostalgia. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, there shouldn't really be a reason why, like, pixelated games are still a thing. Like, it's, we have technology (laughs) to allow it to not be needed, but Mm
0: -hmm. the fact
3: that it's an easy, like, medium to create on, like, it's so much easier to Mm -hmm. animate pixel art than actual animations, but also just, it has a lot of nice nostalgia where you're just like, oh, this reminds me of. Whatever game from my childhood. Insert Mm -hmm. generic game. I don't know. Like Pokemon or
2: Yeah, I mean I've been playing a lot of Octopath Traveler recently and it just reminds me it's just like well first off, Octopath Traveler is a beautiful game that took like pixel art to a whole nother level. They went like three D with it and they have like high rendered sunlight and water and stuff, so I guess it's like pixel art. But it's like pseudo pixel. It's 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 still technically pixel art minus minus the light. And the water is pixel art. <laughs> but it's it's just been really cool because, like, at first I was like, man, I don't really enjoy this. It's kind of boring. And then, like, you get, like, the Pokemon-esque thing where, like, the story's given to you, but in, like, the... Te- it's like people tell you what you're doing. So you have Mm. to like focus, and before I knew it, I blew like four hours in a day. After I had been like, I don't really know if I like this game. (laughs) I just feel like
3: (laughs) just your addiction "Ah. factor is just like ready.
2: (laughs) Mm, That's fine. It's Salt league, but
3: (laughs) (laughs) one of the things I really want to like touch base on, though, is like the idea of like hand drawn games and that kind of like art form, especially just kind of like how it's almost become like sort of like a dying art. I feel like where it's like. You know, definitely recently uh, the release of Cuphead kind of, like, brought it back into popularity, that idea of, like, a hand-drawn animation style. But, like, mm. like we definitely, like, some Nintendo games, like, uh, have pursued, like, that claymation sort of, like, handmade look. You know, Yoshi's Woolly World, uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, you know, um... Definitely, like William, like what are your thoughts on like trying to pursue that art form or trying to keep that art form in comparison to like other mediums?
1: I think it's a way to stand out. I think Cuphead's like a perfect example. I believe it's called Rubber Hose. That's how it was, like back in the day, like, like yeah. all the Disney cartoons, things like that. I think, um, <laughs> I think in the indie game market, one of the most important ways to get yourself out there is to be visually different. It's that's that's like an easy way to do it, because if you don't um, to be a unique idea alone is well, it has its merits, isn't going to capture like everything nowadays is, is so clickbait. Oh, how cool does it look? Right. So I think if you can establish a really clear and crisp style that um, such either set yourself apart or is just really well done, then it's going to you know, it's gonna tough it's tough to get yourself out there. So I would say I mean, I'm, I'm totally for it. Like, I love it. And it, it's 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 just such a it's such a great way to um, get yourself out there. But it's also just a good practice. People who really care about because oftentimes those things require more effort, right? Like like you know Cuphead itself, like it took forever to you know animate every single one. There's so many frames and in, 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 in such detail and consistency. And not to mention, um, and I can't confirm this. I don't really know, but I would like to say they like used like pretty traditional methods because you can animate in the same fashion today. But like you've got you know onion skin things like that that are digital processes that's nowhere near as clunky or have a hassle as like a a backlight, you know, paper by paper animation. So I think they really did diligence to not only create like a a product of passion, but to visually set themselves apart and gain that attention from, you know, such a a well done, um, you know, visual style.
2: Yeah, I think... I think the the drawing art style, uh, like... Ben, Ben's really uh, struggling. Listen. I think it's uh, also sort of like a, uh, you got it, Ben, you can do it, you can do it. For the Stay. Spotify Stay. listeners, his phone is his face cam, and it's falling and not focusing right now. Um, Very cool. <laughs> We're just going to live with um, that. Um, I, think, cool. I think it's really hard for a lot of the time for that sort of drawing style to be done in games that are like guaranteed to be popular like i feel like the most like obviously cuphead is probably the most recent example but then you think of examples of incredibly popular games right now and it's multiplayer it's like fast paced i think that's really hard to do with drawing because you either have to sacrifice frames or you have to draw every frame and that's really hard to do i guess it can be easier because of like motion blur and stuff like that but um right. i don't know thinking like sort of out loud like sort of a game that does do that is borderlands um like that game series, which has multiplayer and it has guns and it has fast paced stuff. The, um
3: like the interesting thing though about like Borderlands though, like this that specific like art style is kinda like it's more of like a cell shaded art style. Where that's kinda like different than hand-drawn animation. So like cell shading oh, is where okay, yeah, yeah. cell shading is gonna be where it's like you create a model and then the color ranges are cell shaded to have that kind of sort of very defined and characteristic way of like The Borderlands look has really defined, like, kind of outlines and features, kind of, like, dark marks everywhere. And then the color swatches are going to be kind of, like, this very nice look. Like, imagine the best example would be, like, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, where, like, that art and then kind of, like, the motion of the color is kind of very soft. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. Mm
2: -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, I get what you're going at now. I'd mix up both in my... I'd mix them up in my head, but yeah. But
3: yeah, I, I actually, like, don't, like honestly cuphead is like the best example of like a really fast paced hand drawn kind of thing because like some of those levels can get so quick it can get so quick like i Mm -hmm. used to play cuphead a lot with my brother and we got to like the second to last level like we got to king dice and it was so hard we were just like i we're not gamer enough
0: (laughs) so frantic
3: yeah like so many things on the screen but I just think it's like super interesting to kind of like see situations like that where like a new art style or representation can kind of emerge. Because, again, like you said earlier, like I think in, you said indie games kind of need to visually just look distinct, look different, you know, to kind yeah. of like stand out. Because right. I feel like a lot of indie games have like the curse of as soon as they come out, people are like, oh, this is a copy of Blank
1: right of whatever triple a's and 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 popular publishing titles have their reputation or publishers to precede them whereas an indie game they only have their craftsmanship and their uniqueness if you will you know their individuality so i would say that's why you know i think it's 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 a it's a crucial part that if you're if you're doing an indie game most likely you're not doing it for money if it blows up and it's successful that's great and it's a fabulous side effect but most likely and you know it could be your job you know not i'm not not saying these people you know obviously they're doing it for money to make a living but it's not to become the richest man in the world and saying they're living out their dream by doing something they're passionate about they're not for the microtransactions they're not for the paid dlc they're not for yada 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 and if it gets to that point then you know then their 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 business goals have changed there's nothing necessarily wrong about that but you know the, the the indie game titles don't have financial incentive driving them you know for cod or halo and stuff you know you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if some big one's like, okay, you know, we're looking at our numbers, we need another cod game we're about two years now. Get on it, and then they just go. It's like you know, they're 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 ordering them more than they're like fabricating them. Um, and you know, nowadays there's 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 quicker and quicker ways to do that. You know, they can they can you know borrow mocap. That's like the biggest thing. It's like a lot of stuff isn't even you know hand animated nowadays. That's what sets like Cuphead and other things apart is that you know, that someone someone had to take that frame and probably touched it three or four times, they probably did, like, construction work, they did the keyframes, then they did, like, an animatic, they did line work, then they did coloring, and then they did shading. Like, eight different processes on a single picture. And there's 32 pictures to just, like, the landing animation of, like, the like, flower guys in the first level. And then there's, like, 4,000 assets they all got to do, and every single one needs requires all that diligence. Whereas, like, you know, in, like, uh, you know, some, you know, huge AAA studio, they've got a guy walking around in a mocap suit, you know, you know, I'm, I'm holding my hands up like a gun. I'm looking like a retard. You know, idiot. Sorry, idiot right now. Um, mm-hmm. cut them, we'll them one out. <laughs> so, you know, the th- things like that. Uh, so it, it's, and, and I, you know, people might say, oh, wow, William hates A games. What an asshole. It's like, no, that's not the case at all. What stinky, dumb. <laughs> what a, what, what, a, what an absolute nerd. Dude. <laughs> a are Out of my
0: Discord call. <laughs> Yo, so, no, so and that's,
1: the, yeah, that's I'm not sorry. it at all. No, no, yeah, i was just saying that's that's not it at all. It's just it's just different. That's all. Yeah.
2: So on the terms of uh, indie games that may or may not be made on their own, uh, if you know this name, don't don't blurt it out because you guys might not know it. Does the name Sean Young ring a bell to any of you guys? No. You know what Magicite is? Yes.
1: Yeah. Is
3: that him?
2: He's that he made Magisite on his own. He is still a one man team. Really? To and he, this he, day, he did
1: other things, right? Like Crashlands? Was that his as well?
2: He he has made Roguelands, Magisite, He did I mean. the pixel art for Kindergarten yeah. and he now has his own. It's like an Animal Crossing style RPG that he just that he came out with recently. Was that uh, I don't know a short, I don't know why hike? this convert It's Littlewood. Yeah, um, that. it's on really? it's on, like the sw- Yeah, that was him. Huh. It's yeah, on, like, it's, the a, it's like a stardew valley too. yeah
0: it's like a stardew valley-esque game oh yeah it's, it's, this is on my wish list on on steam yes i have seen this before
2: yeah like it's he is still a one-man team i think he has like a wife and a kid now like he is he's still That's going strong which is a little bit of a crazy like blast of the past but I, this conversation just reminded me of him and i was like do i still follow him on twitter i do he's,
0: hey uh, magicite was a good game though
2: Magicite un- except I have one buggy complaint, as hell. we got to the final boss and then all of our games crashed.
1: Yeah. Buggy as hell, yeah, but great game. Yeah.
2: And then we I tweeted I tweeted at him. Along if you go to my Twitter, one of my first tweets is me tweeting at him, being like, Please we're so mad, help us. <laughs> <laughs> I remember
3: like forever ago, so in the depths of YouTube hell, I don't know if you can find them if the videos are still up, but I used to make video game uh, like videos where I just play like little games every once in a while. And it was literally I'd get home from school and I'd just play for half an hour and just be like, all right, here we go, this is good enough. It was the most <laughs> like just zero creativity style. But uh, one game I played on there was this one called Orbital Gear. And it was really funny because I was like just playing like the time trials that you can do. Cause like the idea of the game is you're playing as like a mech and you swing around like little micro planets and play around with gravity to accelerate your movement. It's kind of like imagine if like a very like more fast paced and like shooter version of uh, Mario Galaxy, where you like run around planets and asteroids to like project yourself further, but you're playing as a mech and you're shooting robots.
2: I saw um, I saw you so play it. What was it i saw you play it yeah yeah
3: but so it's like really it was like just a fun like i got it for like 99 cents it was really good and i'm just like wow what a cute little game this is awesome and so i was like posting this and like i'm like hey thank you guys so much for watching this was really fun and in the comments one of the developers commented saying like hey man i really appreciate all the kind words i'm honestly surprised you're able to finish the time trials without using the double jump and that's what i was just like wait there's a double jump. <laughs> I had no idea there was a double jump. I had no idea there was, like, a boost. And it was just one of those moments where I'm just, like, I am so happy but so mad at myself at right now. <laughs> Bro,
2: you hit an accomplishment. You hit, You beat all the time trials without a double jump.
3: <laughs> but, like, just, like, little games like that, I just love, too, because especially because, like, yeah, if you said, like, oh, I released a new video about talking about the new Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, no one's It just gonna, goes like, into care. the void. It goes into the it's void. Just, there's such like a vacuum. Another one in the
0: YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's
3: such a vacuum. But the fact that I think like you know you put it in an indie game and it's such like a specific search word of like that's not too common. It's so weird to find stuff like that, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of I feel I don't know I what Ben do you know Spirit Fair was made by like a large company?
0: I have no idea. I, it's definitely okay. not one person. I think it's like five or something like that.
2: Spearfare is like a I think I believe it's an indie game, but it like kinda of blew up when it came out. Um and it's like this really cool like um like Uh-oh. 2D platformer where you like help guide these people who are spirits, who are people that you may or may not have known in the past, um, who are represented as like animal people and Ben um. <laughs> I just realized wow. I know this game <laughs> Toxic. No, 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 no. But I just, Not in that way They're like just like more human to animals so There's like the first character that you meet This isn't technically spoilers because so the first character you meet Is like a deer except Instead of being like a deer She like stands like a person And like the the fur is like a coat That she wears instead Um, But it's it's so cool And like I just I can't I haven't beaten the game yet because it's sad. Like preface, <laughs> it just hits you emotionally. It's emotional sad. Feels. Like it, it hits you like a truck emotionally. Every single character does. Um, but it's like a, it's got like like the the concept of the game is not very connected to the story of the game. I think that's something that's pretty interesting because I feel like a lot of indie games are like okay. Got to do this thing, and these mechanics are lined up so that way you can do this thing, and this thing drives the story. In Spearfare it's like, bro, you got a boat, have fun. Uh, occasionally, stuff will happen. Follow the exclamation points. You got it. Like that's it. <laughs> and it's it's just so much fun. It's like an open world. I'd highly recommend it. I think it's like 15 for- bucks right now. Cool.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that I knew these guys developers because I got Jotun for free just like with their Norse mythology game. So anyway.
0: Yeah, I do think it's interesting that indie games will give you, like, all of these unique experiences. Like, when I think about, like, games that I played and the, the like, the memories I have from them. Yeah, I have, like, memories from grinding Overwatch ranked or playing League back when I first started. But, like, the memories I have from, like, path to the sky which is like this tiny indie abandoned roguelike game where like That's me what that and game is Patrick called. yeah me Patrick and like another guy would just sit there in study hall and just grind it out see who who could go the furthest like games like that or like playing like playing playing magicite with all of you guys getting to the boss and then the game crashes because it's still in beta and we're like no what do you mean no I'm so upset right like those memories are almost ones that I cherish more than. Ah oh, yes, game three thousand four hundred forty-four of Overwatch. Rain. Let's go, dude! <laughs> yeah, Can't I would. Wait. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, I would. Ag- I would definitely agree that there are a lot more memories that come from indie games and us. I think just like us playing together. I think because a lot of indie games like to incorporate like local co-op and stuff like that. That it allows mm. like just a better connection because instead of like us. I mean, right now obviously like we're we're pretty chill like we'll walk around and talk with each other but like obviously we're not gonna like go up to some rando and be like yo you want to come to our house and play this game, game with us like, yeah. like before we would like maybe invite people that we like weren't super close with and then we just like wouldn't tell them that we were sleeping over us so they would leave and then we would play whatever we wanted to but like that's like some middle school shit right there that's by amazing. the way <laughs> but like but like now it's like, man, I really want to play with this guy. But he's all the way in the deep south so Dang. we have to play like this but Miles like even, when, we, away, even when you play games you can't like get their in person reactions like you can hear them so like we can know like when William is angry you know he throws his hands up and leans back in his chair like that's just what he does <laughs> <laughs> off the chair. <laughs> I was so ready for you to just dive like, yeah. <laughs> but like, but, myself but, like we, don't, <laughs> we don't get that like in person which I think is the one thing that I really miss I I I don't know. There's always also, we already talked about like the nostalgia factor, but like we used to sit in Jack's basement. It wasn't William's attic. It was Jack's basement. And Mm -hmm. we used to hog, we used to not have enough plugs for people's laptops to sit in the right spaces. And we would sit there for hours literal hours. That's how I found out about League of Legends, was I walked into Jack's basement and Ben and Jack were playing it. They were that's like, download this great game and that's where it all went south. That's, that's where, where I hit the fan. That man. And no that's when the Fire oh, Nation attacked. I remember this clearly. I bought two Tiamats on Cled because Ben was like, Harrison, play for me. And I was
1: like, dude. First time I played Colette I ran Ravenous and Titanic Hydra, the ultimate
2: alpha. <laughs> I
1: ultimate remember team. that.
3: <laughs> you see here, mm-hmm. I was an OG <laughs> 6 row choga mid.
2: That's <laughs> true, OG. yeah. OG.
3: Yeah, I always like to think about that, where, like, when you start with a game versus now, because, like, shoot, we've been playing that game for, like,
0: three years-ish. Mm-hmm.
3: Kind
0: of like crazy. three, four years now. And yeah. so...
2: Yo, can we talk about how much we changed in Overwatch, too? Uh,
3: went from playing the game to not playing the game.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, okay, okay. Other than that, like, like I guess Pat wasn't part of, like, there was, like, a small resurgence. There there are, like, small surges for, like, days where we'll all play Overwatch, and, like, at first, we were, like, they were, like, There was like the stereotypes. Like William would play like... I mean, William and I are pretty much the same. True, true. (laughs) William and I play like healers and tanks for a while. I I played Lucio. I was like known as the Lucio person. William played Reinhardt and... Bad. You played a lot of Bastion back in the day. Too. No, I
1: actually it was it was Junkrat. I was, yeah, yeah, was oh Junkrat main. no, rat we had three
2: Junkrat mains. We yeah, had William. Yeah, yeah. We had Chico. Who were you a Junkrat main too, Ben? I think
1: it, I thought it was just just us two. Really, really, it was I actually it was Patrick. Junk rat, but... Patrick was like the Roadhog Reinhardt, like Tanko Banco boy coming in, <laughs> right, taking taking yeah, ass, ass and eating names. You know what I mean? <laughs> let see. Ben Ben was always our like precision. He was he was our surgeon. Right. He would always Ben you know, was there. always yeah on a on a widow. He had that going on. Harrison always had that clutch healing. And Jack, I don't know, I feel like he was always there for the meme. I can't really pin him on one person.
2: No, he, he was um, never pinned yeah, down. Yeah, he would yeah. play whatever cha- he would play whatever character was He was good at Hanzo time. though. Like he like he means around
1: and says, Dude, I'm gonna
2: dog shit in this game, but like he, he he could pop. He could pop, you know what I'm saying? He had he had he had he had I, moments. I do know shall what we say. Say. I do, <laughs> okay. Had, right. <laughs> good.
0: good. You know had moments, I agree, I agree.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I've been there. Jack lost all that though. He doesn't have moments anymore. Yeah, it doesn't he, happen. He doesn't really care. I think that's why. He could. He He could. Care he enough. could. <laughs> I feel like this is weird cuz this is like the amalgamation of people who did like FPSs who like kind of do FPSs. Like yeah. we have been fps macho man like god
1: absolutely Patrick, game, he, like dude.
2: he used to do them he's like drifted away now but like if we find a fun one he'll probably hop on every once in a while we got william who is our who's probably the most casual i would argue out of this like group of people so That's he'll true. hop on just whatever he's enjoying Then there's me who i like tried to grind valorant for like a month and then didn't <laughs> Can we talk and about like, Titanfall
1: real quick? Can we? Can, can we? Can we talk about Titanfall real quick? Oh yeah, we yeah, can we talk, can about, talk Titanfall. about Titanfall. All right, all right, oh so, yeah, we can talk about. So Titanfall. allow me. Allow me to preface this conversation, right? So Harrison and Ben. Harrison and Ben played. I have been playing Titanfall for far longer than I have. I never played Titanfall two until I, maybe like a month, a few months ago, something like that. I and started I Titanfall adored.
2: two on the console. To be fair, right? So they I, like bought, started, I got. Like, during, during I played release. the Titanfall two beta on the con- right. on my console, and then ended up buying Titanfall two. So I played it yeah. on release.
1: These fellas played in the prime, and if you guys are familiar with the YouTuber Sir Swag, he's a great advocate for really really games in general but like he he has a few games that he'll you know he, he's made you know very clear that he finds to be above and beyond and titanfall 2 is one of them he did he did a video on like you know why the king still hasn't lost his crown and i was like you know what <laughs> ah, shit i'll get it and so i and got they it and sale. i had a sale i yeah i i have never looked back um if you haven't played titanfall uh these guys could probably talk better about it than i can it's hard not to have fun it really is it's I think in, yeah. in a day and age with, like, um, Battle Royales and games like Valorant, where the kill time is so quick, and it's this cutthroat victory royale, one person you wins, maybe 99 so people lose so in a easily. game, one person wins, and that's it. Well, Titanfall is like a breath of fresh air
0: what is this titanfall game you talk so 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 heavily about what <laughs> there, there's big boys are, describe, are the greek gods? Describe coming to it. What's, the, what's, what's happening
1: like. some big boys itty bitty boys
2: in the... <laughs> 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 oh ben the year you're, you're gonna have a not fun time editing my audio there is a oh, lot no. of times where it is like really small and then for some reason it'll max out <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking experience. Uh, but yeah, sorry,
2: but yeah, yeah William, tell us a little bit about Titanfall. Tell us a little bit about Titanfall too, and some of the uh, some of the intricacies and some of the gameplay. Ben oh, why don't why don't, ben, pro- why don't why don't why don't you tell us about
0: Titanfall? Because you probably <laughs> it. You have Titanfall. been
2: pretty yeah, quiet, you got it. Ben.
0: Listen, so so Titanfall is a game. Is what no, can loosely describe a movement shooter? A little bit, <laughs> oh a little bit, my a little God.
2: Bit wacky on these
0: ones here, but yeah, it, it's it's a heavily movement based uh, kind of hero shooter. Um, released 2016, just kind of in the middle of two other massive games that year. It was like Battlefield One and one of the Call of Duties. Um, uh, Black Ops Three. Yeah, it got shafted by both of them. Unlucky. No, but, it didn't
2: it was it was hella popular. I, it wasn't I, as popular uh, as both those was, games like, though. So hey, I'll go yeah. You got
0: sixty bucks and you go for Battlefield One or Titanfall, like Okay, that's fair. Yeah, great. but that's um, it's, it's, it's a massive uh, movement shooter. People are flying through the air. The joke is that in the game, you don't move, you fly because you spend so much time on walls, on the ceiling, like literally flying through the air. And then you get to a point where after you've got enough kills, um, after you've done enough objectives, you call down a massive mecha. And then it becomes a mecha game. And so you have these little pilots flying around the map, and then you have these massive Titan mechas just flying around. Just boom, boom, (laughs) boom, boom, boom. boom. Um, So it's it's this awesome mix of just... Fuck. Um, It's this awesome mix of just (laughs) running around, flying around as a little teeny tiny Titan, and then coming down as this massive behemoth, and just taking names dude it's it's
2: it's so entertaining like it's so they they picked it up on pc and i was like oh i haven't played that in a while let me try it out first off the dynamic obviously pc and console are going to be different the dynamic is infinitely more different on pc than it is on console but Mm. like just it a it brought back some nostalgia but b just like the the sheer like if you die like there, there are sometimes you're like, oh man, this guy's tryharding because you've seen them in three games before and they've been <laughs> tryharding all those three because the player base is so small, but like there are just games where you're like like you'll be down like you'll be they'll be like 50 points so there you win by like a point system for the most part and like skills are worth points and sometimes there's like enemies that are worth points you'll be they'll be at 50 points away from winning you'll be like 150 you'll be like man this is a great game like i'm having so much fun <laughs> and like you don't know why you just do i was it's playing it in game. yeah when i was playing it back in my dorm i got told on two different occasions to be more quiet because I was yelling while I was playing it, which I think is, a I think it stands out because I only got told one time to be more quiet when I was playing League, so oh. take that as you will, but
0: um, yeah, I, it's, it's... I
2: personally love
0: Titanfall, I wish more people played it. Patrick glance (laughs) The greatest thing. The greatest thing is that even if you're not about that multiplayer life, get it for the single player campaign. Oh, I was going to mention that. It is one of my favorite FPS campaigns. Like, it is
2: crazy. It's so good.
0: And it teaches you all of the movement and all of the mechanics so well. You start out mm. just being like essentially a Call of Duty player running around with your boots on the ground, and then you'll just come in wow. and as it teaches you movement, and as you get level after level after level, you start flying across the map. And at and some point, you're calling...
2: you'll uh, you'll end up like Ben, where you don't even have to press the W key; you just press the two <laughs> side keys, and you go faster. <laughs> break speed cap.
0: It is. <laughs> it is fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah, and also they recently implemented, I believe, a custom game system, which might I add is fantastically fun. We did, uh me, Ben, and William ended, uh, William ended <laughs> up doing some, along with William's uh brother Matthew, we ended up doing like 1v3s and like 2v2s, and it was, oh my goodness. I think that's the most fun I've had playing a game like that in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I genuinely like... That was probably the most fun I've had playing a video game in a long time, except for the time where Pat and I played Cyanara in the bot lane, because that was fun too. But Titanfall Two is a fantastic game. I'd recommend everybody pick it up. It's like not full price anymore. It's like twenty five bucks, right?
1: Yeah, it's not much.
3: It's like twenty five
2: or forty dollars.
1: Check. I'll look it up right now, just for you. I good. can't look it little up little because I already good. bought it. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Twenty nine dollars.
2: I would. I would worth say it. that it is a hundred percent worth the thirty dollars. I would argue that there are other games that you could buy for sixty dollars that are worse than this game that you could Thanks. buy for thirty dollars. There are a lot of AAA games that are significantly worse than this game. I would. It's. It's one of the top games on my. On my like personal just like tag
0: tagged list masterpiece. Masterpiece for a reason.
2: Ooh.
0: all right anyways with that we are running out of time so um real quick did you have any questions for us my man william before you left
1: not a thing why are you guys so gosh darn handsome that's, oh. no. that's no. a secret we keep oh, simply to <laughs> ourselves my man patrick how oh. is your beard so voluptuous what is your secret i want to be like that
2: Hey. Hey, hey, we're, hey we're gonna have another episode where we can talk about boy scout stuff so we can get into that part sure. later next time on the
1: underscore podcast we talk about patrick's bodacious beard
2: <laughs>
0: Wait, yes we... sir
3: i'm just glad we're talking about the beard
1: <laughs> oh yeah did i mention patrick has a beard no,
2: patrick does have a beard that's why it's rock and called... stone oh, stone. The... fuck
1: the bone
3: fuck. the beard the blonde of the, course
2: the, the, the bone the beard fuck the, god damn it my camera being over here really You're throws me so off. frustrated <laughs> anyways the beard and the blonde anyways thank you, take guys. it away
3: patrick thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on Shut the up. Shut up. uh you know whatever we call this podcast the underscore podcast yeah, we'll figure the it bone out. the beard the blonde podcast Anyway, thank you again to our lovely guest, William Brotherton. Really quick, William, what, what's your Twitter handle? What's Where can we find you? Where can we oh, meet fun, with your people? Beautiful I do board. know
2: that you technically have two Twitters.
1: I technically do have two Twitters. Uh, if you do, if you like looking, how do I see my old profile, bro? <laughs> God, <laughs>
2: I'm
1: so inept. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> anyway, yes, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at whbrotherton underscore. Or uh the at the paper or at paper two can, uh, if you like seeing pixel art. I haven't posted stuff in a while, but uh once this game comes out I might put stuff there. Um if you ever feel so inclined to
2: do so. Now William, it's- is that spelled paper like the number two and can or paper and then no, the number? No, paper, bird paper
1: two can, like the two English words. Like the material and the Okay. Just gotta All clarify right. that for yep. the people. As soon as you find pixel art, right? you know you're in the right place.
3: All right, thank you guys once again for joining us. I've been Patty Parable here on the Underscore Podcast, and mm-hmm. thank you so much, Ben, Harrison, William. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them anywhere.
2: Yeah, true. Um, true. I don't know, I don't follow my Instagram. I, I don't have it downloaded anymore. <laughs> have a nice day, everybody. Take, Take care of yourself. So, whatever Cheers. time you have, have
1: fun. Bye now. Have a good one.